Lord in this place. Amen.
good to know that God doesn't just come up with stuff. He planned it. From the very beginning, he planned it. So even COVID or the unrest, he planned it. Even your breakdown. He planned a breakthrough.
happening. And so he's not feeling anything. And he's like, I know God told me to come down to Jesse's house. And like, here are all his sons. What's going on? And so Samuel begins to inquire. Now, God, what's, what's happening? And so Samuel says, Jesse, let me ask you a question. Is these all your kids? <laughs> you know, he wants to know, do you have any other children? And so Jesse was like, yeah, I got David, but you know, he's out there in the field. He's young, you know. He's not built for this king stuff. Don't you love when people count you out? Because those are, when they count you out, and, and, and listen, God, and you're the only one counting in, but anyway. So, so God tells, so Jesse, so Samuel, here, look at verse 10. So, 11. And so Samuel says, are these all your children? And so Jesse said, well, yeah, I got a youngest, but he's out in the, in the shepherd in the field. And so Samuel said, go get him because I can't rest. I can't. I'm on an assignment. And I, I cannot move from this place until I fulfill what God has told me to do. And I'm looking at your sons, and I'm trying to shake this oil, and ain't nothing happening. I don't feel nothing in my shot. Nah, nah, it ain't nothing. I don't feel nothing. Not a thing. And I mean, that should know something that it's not all about the fuck. Can I feel you? Can I feel? Can I feel the? Can Can you make my baby kick? Can you? Can, can, what can you do for me? Can I? Can I feel the anointing on your life? Samuel couldn't feel anything, and the oil was not responding. And so Samuel goes. Excuse me. Jesse calls for Samuel, and in verse twelve, Dave Jesse sent and brought him in. He was a handsome, beautiful young boy, well healthy, and I love the way that God preserved David in the woods. Let me speak to some of you people that keep crying about being rejected. Let me come to your house. Let me in. Some of you have been crying and whining about being rejected and cast aside and nobody invited you to a party or nobody want to be your friend. Nobody. But let me tell you something. God preserved you from the stuff you wanted to be attached to. You wanted to be a part of that thing, but that thing was toxic. Amen. It was, it was corrupt. And God, listen, God intentionally kept you in the woods. Ouch. It was by purpose that God kept David in the wood. Because God said, I'm going to raise something up so powerful in you that I don't want nobody, even in your family, to touch it. Yeah. And so sometimes, my God, it doesn't matter who birthed you in, who brought you here, God will allow you to be raised by somebody else. To preserve the destiny. Because he's intentional. And so God said, listen, for what? Because I already see what Jesse's operating in. Oh, oh my God. I already see what Jesse is operating in. I see what your brothers are operating in. So why would I raise my anointing up under the atmosphere, a hostile, anti-Christ, anti-destiny atmosphere? God said, I will break your heart to save your life. The anointing was not in Jesse's house. It was in the woods with the sheep. It wasn't in the house. It wasn't around the table. It wasn't at the spaghetti dinner. The anointing was in the woods with the sheep. And that's where God trained David how to be a warrior and how to fight. When you're out there fighting for yourself, you ain't got nobody, no homegirls, no homeboys to tag nobody in. He didn't have when the bears, the lions came, the tigers. He didn't say, hey, y'all come help me. He had to learn. There's some things you got to learn in the trenches of life. Ain't going to be nobody there to help you but the power. 
me and the work that you want me to do. Why well, I gotta go back to that? Because just because you've been called don't mean you've been chosen for the job yet. You ain't ready. There are still battles in the woods that you gotta fight. There are still giants in the woods you gotta fight before you get to this giant. Some of us, we can't fight Goliath yet. Not yet. Because there are some personal inner giants you're gonna have to fight first. And so when God sent David, the Bible says, is it here? Is it here? And, and so the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Listen, Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Samuel went home. David did not go to Ramah. David went back to the woods. Samuel was like, phew, I'm so glad I finally found the right one because I didn't understand what was happening here. <laughs> so Samuel's like, my job is done, and I'm out. And that's what the prophet does. I'm, I don't say what I got to say. I got to go. Stop communicating. Let me get that right here. Well, what you mean? I said, praise God. I ain't got no what you mean. Thank you, Jesus. And God didn't give me an answer for what you mean. I didn't get that answer. All God told me to do was come down here and anoint you. He didn't tell you to come home with me. Where we going? Where you going? But I'm, this will mess you up in your mind, I'm telling you. Because God, I heard it in a vision. I see a big ball of fire. Tell me I'm great. You want to the nations. And now you can't even get up fast enough. Pastor says she got to check her email, check her whatever. You want to think this is great. I need business cards. I want a real big gold one. It said prophet apostle to the nations with my picture looking real deep with my tally. And you, come on now, looking real deep. You done hired a makeup designer. You got your suit. Going to the nations. Like them and kings 
be by myself. And I'm good with it, God. Now I get my worship and my praise on. Why? Because I understand why I'm here. So you would think that with the mighty prophets coming down to David, that David said, oh man, this is it, y'all. I ain't got to feed no more sheep. I don't have to sit out here in the woods and wonder what it's like in the house. I don't have to, I can, I can go and be king. And Samuel's like, all right. <laughs> you be good, boy. <laughs> Take me with your place. You got a place. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. Yes. Listen, he said, I go. Jesus being the word. The word has to prepare a place. You're trying to go somewhere. Ain't no place. And that's why you're waiting, trying to fit in. That's why you're getting hurt. That's why you're in your feelings. Because you're trying to get into a place that ain't ready for you yet. You ever try to move into a house and ain't finished? Good. <laughs> what is illegal? <laughs> the life, the commission has to come out and approve it. And said, so now it's ready for occupancy or what have you. You don't get, I'm just ready. I can't wait for my new house. If you went there, you ain't got no doors. You got no windows. You're just in there. Because God said, this is mine. He said it's yours. But the thing that you, that God has for you is not ready yet. Wait on the Lord. Wait. Wait. Because there are things, like I said with David. And listen, Samuel didn't tell David the hell he had to go through. See, you don't get that part. All you get is God getting ready to make you king. You're about to take over. That's all we get. You don't get the part. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> when you get to the palace, the man whose job is you going to take is going to try to give you a few times. Then he's going to give you his wife, his daughter to be your wife, and you're going to have marriage problems like you never seen before in your whole life. When you think you finally got a family and you can finally raise some children, you're going to end up marrying a woman and she's going to despise your worship. She's going to despise your God. She's going to act like her daddy and she ain't going to be able to give you no kids. <sighs> but you're ready to go to the nation. And you don't know how to deal with Michelle. You don't know how to deal with that crazy wife of yours. Listen, if David had just gone on when he went on and married Michelle, David would have taken her out. The Bible saying was a man of war. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been fights as such as you have never seen in Israel. Which we know what you mean. You, I'm embarrassing myself. I don't even know who it was. But in the wilderness, God dealt with David's temple. Because if David had not stayed in the woods when he had a chance to get assaulted, it would have killed him. God is saving some of y'all from prison records. I'm just saying. He's saving you from some charges. Because you don't know what kind of folks you got to run on. As you manifest your destiny. You don't know who you want to marry. You don't know who you want to work with. You don't know who you want to live by. But God, in the wilderness season that you're trying to hurry up and get out of, in the wilderness season, God is molding you and talking to you and maturing you and healing you. So that when you do step out and somebody say something crazy, you just keep on going and you take it to God and pray, Lord, against Lord God, rise up, take our shield and buckle, stand up for my help. You know how to take things to God in prayer. So there it is. And my topic, my topic was Samuel called you, but Goliath promoted you. Jesus. Samuel called you. But it was Goliath. It was that giant. It was that warfare. And so this is why I said some of you may have gone through this, some of you 
may be getting ready to go through and some of you, this may be for seasons to come. But let me tell you something. In the course of your life, there are going to be many tremendous things that God's going to do for you. Oh, you hadn't seen it yet. The prophet hadn't even released it yet. There are people that God has spoken to about you and God says, seal the book, don't you say nothing. Well, I wonder when God, it don't wonder. It ain't your child to wonder. It's your child to be faithful in the season that you are in. That's your job. Well, I wonder what's going to happen. Quit wondering. They kill the cat. Learn how to be satisfied in the woods. There's a song the old ladies or something I used to sing a long time ago. It's not real biblical. <laughs> you know, I you had to unlearn songs as you got older and find out who God really was. Some of the stuff wasn't even scripture, it was cliches. Because the Bible said, God bless those who bless themselves. And you're like, Amen, praise God. And then you try to go and look that thing up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> I am not saying. But there was a song, they said, It was any way that you bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. And then they get happy with it, Mother. Right now, in my home. On my job. Anyway, you bless y'all be singing? I'm not gonna sing it. I got delivered from that, praise God. But they would sing that song, man. And when you think about it, there's a truth to it. Because you have to learn how to be content right where you are. Now, does that mean that you don't have anything else that God's doing for you? No. But what it means is God in this place, in this corner, in this town, in this. I'm, I'm so confident that when it's time for you to come get me for whatever, you will come get me for whatever. Well, I must have missed God. You didn't miss God. You didn't miss God. The Bible says when, when Samuel went down, when God said go and anoint, and God was, listen, God will test your hearing too. God said go down and anoint the next ten. He didn't say go find a boy named David. God could have said that. God will test your hearing. Whoop. God said, go down and anoint the next king. And so Samuel was walking. Look, he could have said, man, I'm tired. What, which one of y'all? Come you, king. No. Even in that, Samuel had to hear. God gives you a responsibility to hear. He will test your hearing. You can't hear out of the realm of your emotions. You got to hear out of the realm of what God is saying. So when Samuel went down and, 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 and anointed David, God had already known the process was starting. Matter of fact, check this out. When God called Saul, he also called David. The people who have your position, God already hired you for it. Did y'all hear? Yes, that's good. This stuff, the song says it's y'all. Just because it comes into, and I think Marissa said it, it comes into the alignment with heaven and earth doesn't mean that heaven had an order for the bread and release it. Earth has to shift. The Bible, the, the, the science says earth shifts on his, on her axis. She turns. Why does the earth turn? For seasons, for seasons, and for seasons, and times. And so as the earth shifts, amen, you are shifting with the earth because earth has to come in alignment. That's why they say it's an eclipse. Why? Because when the heaven Come in contact with the earth, it's darkness. The sun, all her power, cannot radiate because she's under arrest in the shift. God will arrest things just for you to emerge. God knew that Saul was jacked up from the very beginning. He knew it. And he allowed them. See, God will let you have. 
have your stuff that you can't seem to do without. Tell that you're going to do it. And then when you finish going through it and losing your mind behind it, then God will deliver you from it and give you what you really have for you in the first place. After you finish going through it, after you lose your mind, then God says, okay, now you ready? Because that's what you wanted. You said, we want a king. I don't something like everybody else. God said, that's not what I'm doing for you. I don't want you to have what everybody else has. I've got something better for you. They, were, they had their eyes feasted on all the other nations. And God said, that's not what I'm doing in you. i got something else. But he said, that's what you want. Anybody ever lived through them seasons when you got what you want? And then when you find out? Like God just came to mess with you. Mm. 
You can have it. You can have it. Wow.
Because you don't know where your destiny is going to route you and who you're going to run into. Can I say this? Your destiny is not going to route you to everybody anointed. Come on. Oh, God. David's destiny took him straight to the life. That's good. A real life, I think commentator said about a nine foot demon. Yeah. Now, if you can't get past paper cut and, and all that, you ain't even know you asked for when is my time. Like, just don't even have to. Talk about something else. God. Tell me about you and Moses' relationship. I mean, just do a Bible But don't worry, God, when you'll send me to me. And God said, I, I, I'm trying to heal you. Yes, yes. Because if you get in front of Goliath, he will kill you. Jesus. Good God. We are asking for things that were not grown enough in God Jesus. to get in. Paul said it like this. He said, great and fetch your doors have opened with great adversaries. That's the point. We don't want nobody to never be that Come on. All he is, I see open doors. Open doors. Open doors. The prophets are prophesying. We just do it in a chair. Open doors. Open doors. Boom, boom. Open doors. And you have no idea on the other side of the screen. Here come devils. Here come devils. Here come devils. Put that part in the chair. That's it. Add that to the next little bridge. Put it in the bridge. Because when open doors come adversary. Good God. And you, you already ready for open doors. You ready for that. Otherwise, you wouldn't even put an open door. But are you ready Jesus. for the adversary? Jesus. Are you ready for the enemies that you don't even know them by name? You got to go to God and scratch and say, what the hell is this? What is that? I ain't never seen them like Israel. And 
you know, unheard of and unusual. Look at what somebody else may be going through. You know, I'm not saying, man, their life is really jacked up. I'm not saying look at their life to condemn them. But sometimes it helps to look at what somebody else is dealing with so you can kind of make sense of what you're going through. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they can praise God with everything they've been through. Like, well, what's wrong with me? Now, come on now. You got to stop talking. Get yourself together. So let me write this up. So we talked about how David went back to the woods. Amen. Samuel went back home because his job was done. And so, you know, a season of time came. Well, in verse 14, I love this part. The Bible says, as soon as, as, soon as David was anointed, God lifted his anointing. He talked about Ichabod. God lifted his anointing off of Saul. Because you don't have a two-headed monster. Who God said in charge is who God said in charge, right? And so God lifted his anointing from David, from Saul, excuse me. And listen, as that anointing lifted, an evil spirit came. I can talk about that for a minute. I don't know. Please do. Talk about? Okay. Yes. So, yes. Please do. Yes. We got time? Yes. <laughs> because this is what happens when you, when you minister for people or worship for people, fellowship, and they fall out of the faith. And then when you go back for a season, because sometimes God will take you back just to see. You know, just say, like, go, go look that one up. Oh, somebody come say something. And you go look and you're like, oh, my God. And you see it about all over their life. Like the countenance have changed. Oh, yes. Mm. The, the, I mean, their whole mannerism, everything is just different. That, that's what that looks like when that glory lifts. See, people, we take it. I said that, I think, a couple weeks ago. We take the glory for granted. Oh, the glory. Give me a glory. Guess what? You ask God to give him glory. Guess what? God can take it back. God can take his glory back. We just talked about that. God will call his glory back. He said, my glory, I will not share with nobody else. I will not give you. I, it's my glory. And so just because you are high and mighty and soaring like an eagle, honey, that don't mean nothing. Because if you ever get lifted up in pride, my God, God will take his glory. But the thing about it is there are some who are still going as if the glory is with them. And I'm telling you, I promise you, I've seen a lot of sad cases in my life. But I think one of the saddest cases I've ever seen is somebody still going with the glory or going with the counterfeit glory. Like God is ain't no way in the building. God ain't even on the block. He ain't even, God, he, God was like, I, I, yeah. And they still, the Lord said, and you're like, ugh. It, it does something to your spirit because you know that that glory is a counterfeit glory. And you find demons will come in and marry that person's spirit and they're performing signs and wonders and you think it's coming from the third heaven and the third heaven door has been shut and that thing is coming from the second heaven. It is devilish and it is sensual and it is wicked. It is not the authentic glory of God. That's why Jesus said if many false prophets go out. He said, if it were possible, even the very elect. I can't, I can't never be deceived. Yes, you can. Uh -huh. Yes, you can. If you be, yes, you can. Yeah. First of all, you can deceive yourself. That's it. That's it. And if you say you can't be deceived, you just deceive yourself. Come on. If you say, I have no sin, I never do that. You deceive yourself. Amen. So when the Bible says that so, Saul was, he was already rebellious and hard-headed. Yes, he was. He was already hard-headed and rebellious. He gave Samuel a very hard time. You'll find some people are very hard to lead. Jesus. Very hard to lead. Well, grieve you like, oh, you, you, kid. 
with that. I mean, you, you just, you, it grieves you. It was hard. That's why the Bible says Hebrews, don't make it hard for your leaders. He said, it's not good for you. Oh, my God, my God. And y'all all right? Y'all all right? Yes, yes. He said, don't make it Hebrews, I think, 13, 17. Don't make it hard for your leaders. Yes. Saul made it hard for Samuel. He, Samuel had to keep dealing with him.
Ain't it something? That'll blow your whole theology out the water. Wait a minute. God said he was here. He sure did. My Lord. And that's what you see a lot of times when people break away from the gospel and they're chasing after whatever they're chasing after. And you look at them and you can tell. If you can discern, you can tell. There are people that used to mentor me, people I used to look up to, people I used to purchase their material, and now when I, which I don't listen to it now, but when I used to, when I had one season in my life, when I started listening, I was like, like one particular person was, I hadn't heard him, he said, have you heard him say Jesus? Wow. A whole message. And it was, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. And the Holy Spirit said, did you hear Jesus? I jumped and I was on my floor, prostrate, worshiping while I was showing God up in the glory. And the Lord said, Do you hear Jesus? I got up and sat on my couch and I was like, Man, you, you know, you look, wait a minute now. Hold up, because I'm scared. I'm scared, 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 i this person can, and the Holy Ghost said, and the Holy Ghost, I didn't hear Jesus in the whole message. Wow, wow. And I had all kinds of material. Honey, I packed that stuff so quick. And got out of my house. My God. Some of y'all said, listen to it. God has to show you that. I'm not, I'm not one of those. God has to be here, has to be to you. But when I say the glory has departed, they are still functioning. Because wasn't Saul still king? Yeah. Does it say here in your Bible? That the minute that David got anointed to Saul, packed up and left the kingdom, he was still working. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he was fired. Good Lord. And he had no glory. Wow. But you, you lead battles. Jesus. With no glory. Wow. Y'all. Good God. It's real. I wouldn't move on to that, but y'all say, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now y'all all quiet. Boy. You know Listen, he, he y'all little lines of, boy, am I listening to Jesus? Yeah. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't know. What's a little breakfast or something? You know what I'm listening Yeah, y'all, 
king of profit. Oh, wow. <laughs> you in the park, my hand not caught. That's my order. Yes, yes. It's real. It's real. I'm just saying. It's real. Y'all laughing. It's real. That stuff is true. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> it's terrible. It's awful. It is very awful. And that's what I'm telling you. When I see this, honey, uh-uh. I don't want no part of your disorder, your chaos, and dysfunction. I'm telling you, I'm far Can we get it? No. No. I'm not connected with you. That's out of order. Good Lord. Yes. God hates stuff like that. Presumptions and foolish pride. You want to excel. I'm telling you, that's the spirit of Lucifer. When you try to exalt yourself. Oh, God. Oh, God. Work. Work. Isn't that what the Bible says? I'm going to exalt my throne above the most high God. What? He did it. Kick in and kick out. You can't do that. Stay. Good God. Then you're laid away on God. So all they asked David to do, everybody don't care about no All they asked David to do was bring your heart. And whenever the evil spirit came upon David, excuse me, Saul, verse 16, uh, uh, well, that's what they wanted. Look at verse 18. Mm -hmm. And behold, I see the son of Jesse. He is cunning in place. Listen, a mighty valiant man. Come on. Just because somebody see that and you're still on me. When you say I was mighty and valiant, you said it was anointed. Wow. Yeah, I said that. Wow. But that ain't all we're doing. That's it. You did extra. Good God Almighty. I'm just, you know, praise God. It said he's a man of war, a prudent man, come beautiful, and God is with him. And so Saul sent him. So you would think that that was his ticket, but that wasn't it. That wasn't it. You get an opportunity to do something, that's wonderful. That's just God testing you and seeing where you at. Can you, can, can you handle the king? Go in the house, play the music instrument? And you, in your mind, you're like, hmm. <laughs> See, if I was king, right. I don't need nobody to come play no music. I got a problem. <laughs> but he, it was a humility mm. that he had to have. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because he could have missed a chord intentionally and so oh, that exactly. <laughs> Wow. He could have called demons. He could have, that anointing David operated and could have provoked even more demons. Jesus. Wow. So it was a humility and a wisdom and a grace. Oh my God. They even caused him to play. Jesus. I my son's gonna play all over the place. They come to me like, Mom, where's a mess out there? I mean they come sometimes breathe, mad. I'm like, what's going on? And they just walk in. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, come on, so green. Trying to help, trying to, I'm shooting the noise. I'm trying to bring the atmosphere, the better thing in. And the atmosphere, he's like, man, mom, I just can't do it. I ain't going back. It grieves you. It grieves you. But this man had enough integrity about him. Every time Saul called for him, he would stay in play. Can you do that? Can you do that? Can you just read scripture even though you got a mighty word burning in your belly? You done had visitation, dreams, angels all night long. You been up in the presence of God. You been on a mountain. You got a rag across your face. <laughs> Praise God. But I'm talking about the Lord matter. And, and, and all this is read a scripture. I can do a whole lot more than that. Good God. I didn't what you do. That's it. God is testing your humility. That's it. Can you just do what you told? That's it. See, how can you lead if you can't follow? And that's why Timothy, Paul told Timothy, he said, don't anoint any novices now because wow. you have some problems. You can't tell them nothing. Once you give them something too quick wow. and you try to take it back, oh, you're trying to step on my anointing. Wow. First of all, that was not anointing, that was skill. 
Jesus. Work me. Look, God, work me. So he finally gets to, look at verse 23, and we get ready to get to 17, and we're going to quit. And it came to pass when the evil spirit of from God was upon Saul, that David took the heart and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. So that was kind of step one. I like to break things apart. Step one would be receiving the anointing and going back to right where you, where you were. As you're on your way to your promotion, you're on your way to your promise. It's first of all, you receive the call, and then you're okay with going back to the former thing. The former word, we put it like that. Second is when you get called again, but it's not in the fullness of your promise, but you got your foot in the door. You get loose. How do you handle it? What are the matters of your heart? Where is your integrity? Can you just do what you're told, even though you're that close? Do you know the temptation of being close to something? Like you right at it, you just want to run, you just want to just, yeah. Especially when you've been waiting for something for a long time and you get right at it, you're like, woo! But then God still wants you to just calm down. You're gonna run, you want to roll, run, won't have nothing on you. <laughs> so second thing is just having integrity and examining the matters of your heart when you get called again. Third point is what we're gonna talk about now and then we're gonna close. So now that David, because listen, you don't just show up to your promoted place. You have to be invited. Jesus said, if any man come by any other way, the same as a thief and a robber. So we have to come in the door. Jesus is the door. You get invited in, right? We invite him in. He invited us in. So David had to come through the door to the kingdom. Y'all understand that? So he could have a legal place. Jesus. He was invited in. So we can have a legal place, not to show up and just, I'm taking on what God said. Wow. No, that's it. You're out of order. He had to have a, so Saul, authority, authority to authority. Saul had to invite David in. Oh my God. Even though it wasn't David's time yet.
on the harp. And he's watching. Hmm, he got that. Yeah. This room goes here. Wow. They eat by this time. Everybody's sitting there. Wow, wow. They got fruit. Cheese and cheese. But he's watching. He's watching. Because guess what? The place where God is taking you to, listen, where God takes you, it's time to function, not to learn. Wow, that's good. Amen. It's time. You got to get in and rule, not get in awe. Come on. So, where did God go to? And who's that crying? David, you're getting Saul had him sit seated right beside him. Everybody knew David. He established his his, 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 his promise. He established his position. Oh, Lord. Y'all. Oh, Jesus. But it wasn't time yet. You just traded. You just got training goes on. That's just boot camp. It ain't, it ain't that. It ain't yet. That's it. But time wow. is when Goliath steps up. And Goliath was the one. Who gave David that platform? It established him as a warrior. The worshiper gave him a place, but the battle gave him establishment. Can nobody take away the battles that you won? You may not like me, but you gotta respect my hustle. You gotta respect my skill. I'll take your head off with a slingshot. No. That battle. Y'all know the story. Between the class, you know the story. So I'm going to skip past or what have you. And so, and so, they, Goliath says, uh, Joshua, and this is what lets you know that uh, David went back home because his father said, listen, I want you to go take some food. Take him down there. And he went down there. Again, being obedient. Call to the battle. But I ain't coming to fight. I'm coming to bring lunch. You see what I'm saying? Can you handle that? I'm coming to bring lunch. And so he goes to the front of the battle. Has his altercation with his brothers. Who do you think you are? They still can't understand who he is. And guess what? You don't have to tell. Well, you know God said. Remember saying you gave You You don't have to do that. Mm. Quit trying to prove who you are to people that can't understand it. Yes, yes. Honey, you'll waste your whole. You'll die. Wow. Yes. Your face will turn blue and purple, trying to breathe, trying to get air from trying to convince somebody. Well, you remember? Do you remember Sammy? No. <laughs> wow. You don't remember? No. There's some people that they're incapable, man. I'm telling you. Very poor understanding. They can see the glory. They can see the hand of God come through the room, pick you up, turn you around, slap you on the backside. I, I don't know what you're talking about, huh? Whatever, sit down. They, they cannot see it. The Bible said that foolish eyes are dark and they can't see it. Having ears they can't hear, eyes they can't see. So you're trying to prove to somebody who you are, and God has not opened their eyes, and somebody said it. When Elijah, and I'm thinking the key of somebody was saying it, how Elijah had to open the eyes of the hands and let them see. Look, look. Because you fret and panic and have a fit. He said, Lord, please open his eyes. Let him see what we got. So you're trying to get people to understand and accept you, and it's not in them. God did not give them that understanding. So just quit. Just, just stop. Praise God. Just give up. So you don't end your whatever. Praise God. Just go on and find something productive to do in your life. You're going to waste your time. Tell me. So I'm trying to find this. So David went from weeding the sheep. Look over down to verse 31. I'm in 1 Samuel 17. I'm trying to wrap this all up. Okay? And so now Goliath stands before uh, the army and defies the God of armies and, and is offending God. And David was like, oh, no, I don't care what you said about Saul, but you're not getting ready to talk about God like that. You understand? We're not, we're not going to do this. And so David steps up. And now, he, he, listen, he's, he would not have been 
boy coming with some fruit. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? It took him having that relationship. It took him having that place. This is why humility is so important. That's why God exalts the humble and Just get If you know you got a promotion coming and whatever your promotion season, just get low out of the sand. Just get low. Lord, whatever you tell me to do. Ray, I want you to sweep the sidewalk. Yes, Father, I'll be the best sidewalk sweeper. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, keep me from thinking crazy stuff. I mean, you just, you just, you do whatever you do. Just do whatever God. Mary said. What did she say? Do whatever he said. Just do it. I'm trying to close. Y'all all right? Yes. So the battle with Saul, excuse me, with Goliath, was what established David as a warrior. And from that time forward, then David Saul, uh, Saul said, I'm going to make you head of my army. And That battle with Goliath established him as a warrior. He had already been established as a worshiper. He became head of Samuel's, Saul's, head of Saul's army. And that's what positioned him to train and raise up mighty men of battle. And when it was time for Saul to die, all Samuel had, David had to do was pick up the crown and put it on his head. You see what I'm saying? Because God had all, from the time he was anointed and went back to the woods, God was training and molding him. And David was working with him. You got to work with God in that. So what God has for you, and we say it as a cliche, but it really is yours. It really is. However, understand what that hallway looks like. Because all we see is the beginning. This is what God said. And the end, this is what God's going to do. But you don't know what that middle season, your what, what an intimate season, fall and spring. You don't know what they look like. You know what summer and winter look like, cold or not. But you don't know what that intimate season looks like. You don't know what you have to go through. But if you just humble and cooperate. If you don't get nothing else out of what I said, humble and cooperate yourself. Humble yourself and go over with God. And God will get you there. Understand that some weird things are going to happen in between that. You're going to go through some stuff. And it may seem like this is just too big. This is just too much. Or this don't make sense. Or this ain't got a thing to do with what God said. He got. Yes, it does. Wax on. It's a revelation in that. I'm telling y'all. Right kid is all right with me. <laughs> Y'all looking at the moves, and I'm looking at the prophetic. I'm like, oh, look at that. Strategy. Let us stand before the presence of the Lord. Our Father and our God. How awesome you are, Lord God. How magnificent. How splendid are your ways, God. Father, you never cease to amaze us. Father, you never cease to keep us.